Hello, hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Leave Me Alone, the podcast where I sit alone in my room and talk about the environment, the planet, and the animals. And for our first episode, we're going to begin our journey at the Australian federal election. Before you decide to go back to your playlist, stop. You've heard it 20 times already this week. Harry can wait. Voting creates change, and in Australia, no vote is wasted unless you draw a dick on the ballot. But we have a system where you can number your choices from one to however many's on the ballot. And this helps the smaller parties get a chance to be voted in or raise funding for their next election campaign. So we're gonna talk about the environmental stance for the major two parties and then two others that I think will be on most of the ballots. So I'm gonna give you the tools to have an informed opinion and compare each party's stance on various environmental issues. I'll also be adding in facts and figures from trusted outside resources to talk about each party's claims, paraphrasing some of the notes because many are overly wordy and repetitive. No surprises there. Now in Australia, there's two major parties, Liberal, which is the current government in power and they have held the majority of the House of Representatives since 2013, and Labor. L-A-B-O-R. There's no U in it. The other two parties we're going to be looking at because I believe they're going to be on the majority of the ballots is the United Australia Party. United Australia is a party founded by Clive Palmer, an Australian businessman with iron ore, nickel and coal holdings. This party is now led by Craig Kelly, who retired from the Liberal Party in 2010. The other party we're going to be talking about is the Australian Greens Party. The Greens Party is a very left-leaning party here in Australia and actually has a balance of power in the Australian Capital Territory, which runs on 100% renewable energy right now. Okay, so let's get into it. The first issue we're going to be looking at is the Great Barrier Reef. The Great Barrier Reef contributes $6.4 billion a year to the Australian economy and supports 64,000 jobs. That's actually down from 69,000 in the 2013 to 2014 financial year, according to the newmatilda.com. Liberal. In this year's budget, they added an additional 1 billion to the reef's 2050 long-term sustainability plan, which now totals 3 billion. They also said they'll increase marine park coverage to cover around 45% of our oceans. That's their stance. Here's my notes. The Liberal Party made cuts of 40% of funding to the Environmental Department over their time in power. They've also removed the largest area of conservation for protection, marine parks. The Sydney Morning Herald reported in 2014 that the Coalition Government, which is Liberal and the Nationals, suspended the creation of 40 new marine parks. Labor commits $85 million to scale up shovel reel work for coral to coast reef residents and land reservation projects. This supports on-ground action to increase resilience, carbon capture and reconnect landscapes including traditional fire management, habitat restoration, pest and weed management, improvement of water quality flowing to the reef, coral reef regeneration, mangrove planting and reef science as well as $15 million for a coastal marine ecosystem research centre and an additional $63 million to the Reef 2050 program, which I spoke about earlier. I would like to note, Labor will also terminate the funding agreement of the Great Barrier Reef Foundation and reallocate unspent funds to reef conservation while retaining worthwhile programs. There's more information about what they do on their website, barriereef.org. Another thing I would also like to note is Labor has a history of creating the largest network of marine parks in the world. United Australia. None I can find. Um, Fair warning, 
you may find this being a little bit of a trend. Greens. Greens policies to save the Great Barrier Reef is with grants to improve farming practices to stop runoff, to stop runoff, damaging maritime projects, and the banning of offshore dumping, the offshore exploration, and seismic testing. That's oil and gas drilling in the ocean. As well as extend the ban of super trawlers to include 95 meter vessels. In addition, they also want to expand the network of marine protected areas, $50 million to wetlands and coastal restoration, and another $20 million for sea country indigenous protected areas. Since we're talking about protected areas, let's look at their plans for environmental protection and other waterways and national parks. Liberal says they are safeguarding our wildlife for future generations by investing $6 billion for threatened species, habitat restoration, marine conservation and environmental projects. This investment reinforces their threatened species strategy that puts vulnerable plants and animals on a better path. Liberals on the protection of national parks. Over $26 million to upgrade Uluru, Kakadu, Christmas Island and Boudere National Park. I'm sorry if I said that wrong, I've never seen that word before. $200 million for an environmental restoration fund that will help improve the water quality of several rivers and around $1 billion being invested into land care between 2008 and 2023. For those of you who don't know what land care is, land care protects threatened species, restores wetlands and improves soil health on farms. It was also created by Labor. Which, speaking of labour, 200 million. And to create wetlands to slow water flow and filter storm water before it reaches rivers. Citizen science and education projects for preschoolers and school age kids. Remove cement walls and return them to natural riverbanks and revegetation and tree planting. Note this would fund as many as 100 projects. They also plan on doubling the number of Indigenous rangers. United. Again, I can't find anything. Greens. End land clearing and native forest logging so that we can ensure we protect the carbon that is already in our native forests and grasslands. Create local forestry jobs through planting trees and restoring damaged forests and habitats. Work with farmers to increase carbon sequestered on land. Increase funding to Indigenous ranger programs and recognise the First Nation people as custodians of the land. They also want to make some of our rivers swimmable by 2030. I wouldn't be jumping in the Yarra anytime soon and restore wildlife habitat by investing $2 billion each year into planting 2 billion trees by 2030. You know what else trees are good for? Reducing emissions. Here's how each party's going to tackle emissions. Liberal. Their environmental page says that we are on track to reach net zero emissions by 2050, and we have a clear plan to achieve it, focused on technology and not taxes. Now, I've had a look at the plan. It's called Long-Term Emissions Reduction Plan, if you want to have a look. It talks about technologies that will reduce emissions, but I would also like to note most of those technologies don't exist yet. I would also like to note on top of that note, in 2020, the government, both state and federal, subsidised the fossil fuel industry with $10.3 billion, according to the AustralianInstitute.org. That's effectively $19,686 a minute. And this financial year, that number's closer to $11.6 billion. Labor has the Powering Australia plan, which I'll talk about later, but it claims it'll reduce Australia's emissions by 43% by 2030, and they will reduce Australia's public service emissions to net zero by 2030. United. Nothing. Greens. The immediate ban of the construction of new coal, oil and gas infrastructure. They also want to help mining workers and communities by creating long-term sustainable industries and reskill workers to assist in the move beyond fossil fuels and ensure people do not lose work. Phase out the mining, burning and export of thermal coal by 2030. 
legislate to make fossil fuel companies pay to clean up their mess and invest those funds into infrastructure like flood proofing stormwater drains and improving the capacity of the transport systems to handle heat waves. I don't know about you, but sometimes you get on the train on a really hot day and you gotta stop. Or better yet, the trains actually get cancelled because the tracks have swollen to the point the trains can't move on them. And lastly, electrify the Commonwealth fleet by 2025. I don't want to keep recycling segways, but here we are. I'm kidding, this, is, this next one's recycling. Liberal wants to see less waste going to our oceans and landfill. Don't we all, mate? They have a $250 million recycling modernization fund is driving a $1 billion transformation of the waste and the recycling sector. 87 new projects across Australia are working on waste management and they launched the Remade in Australia trademark to give Australians confidence that the products have been remade here. Labor. I can't find anything on this one. United. No. I'm, I'm sure I've missed something on the website. There's no way there's nothing. Greens provide one billion for a nationwide compostable processing scheme. Legislate a national approach to phasing out key single-use plastics by 2025. Support a global plastic treaty. Invest 500 million over the next five years into infrastructure and programs to reboot recycling. Invest 50 million in waste avoidance and reduction research. And lastly, support the right to repair and minimize e-waste. Seems like a turn off the tap solution versus just bucketing the water out. E-waste. You know what e-waste starts with? E-waste starts with an E. E also stands for electric, like electric vehicles. Let's talk about that and other transport too. <laughs> Liberals, I couldn't find anything. They do want a Melbourne to Brisbane rail. I'm not sure if that's electric or diesel. They also want to electrify the Flinders Link and the Gola in South Australia. I assume that means something to you South Australians. Labor, make electric vehicles cheaper with an electric car discount and Australia's first national electric vehicle strategy. United. No, nothing. Greens, help you buy your first electric vehicle, reducing the cost of an electric vehicle by up to 15,000 and provide an ultra cheap finance option. Build two billion publicly owned electric vehicle fast charging networks, ensuring that you always have a place to fuel up. End the sale of new petrol and diesel cars by 2030. Legislate tough vehicle pollution standards. Provide 1.2 billion to manufacturers of electric vehicles. And now for transport. Put an extra 25 billion to rail and bus services and an extra 500 million a year to make cycling and walking safer and accessible. Transform transport networks with thousands of new electric buses. Build a high-speed rail from Melbourne to Brisbane. Similar to Liberal's plan, but I think this one's electric. Invest in getting freight onto rail and cleaning up the truck fleet. Speaking of renewable, let's talk about renewable energy. These are getting worse. Australia's investment into renewable energy continues to break records, with renewables now making up almost one-third of our energy mix. This is true according to the Clean Energy Report. The Clean Energy Council, the Australian renewable energy industry, accounted for 32.5% of Australia's total electricity generation in 2021. However, I would also like to mention that it's both state and federal governments that invest in renewable energy projects. Back to Liberal. In 2020 alone, Australia deployed more renewable energy than in the six previous years of the Labor government. This is also true. However, love the word however, the Labor government was last in federal power in 2013, almost 10 years ago. This was when the prices for renewables were significantly higher. And in the last decade, renewables have come down so much that they are literally cheaper than fossil fuels. Speaking of labor, the Powering Australia plan. Now, 
I mentioned this earlier. This is Labor's plan to bring cheaper renewable energy to Australian homes and businesses. Their plan will create 604,000 jobs, with five out of six of them in regions. This will have a $76 billion investment and plans to cut power bills by 275 a year by 2050, compared to today. In addition, 85 solar banks around Australia to provide more benefit from rooftop solar, 400 community batteries across the country, and 10,000 new energy apprentices and a new energy skills program. United! Yes! Finally! Here we go. Under the title, End Australia's Energy Crisis. Quote, Australia has the world's largest deposits of uranium. However, while we export uranium to other nations for them to take advantage of, we ban its use in Australia for electric generation. Sorry, electricity generation got a bit excited. Basically, they suggest using nuclear energy instead of, I assume, coal and gas. Doesn't really specify which is a two-ended sword in my opinion. I'm sure you've got an opinion about nuclear yourself. Um, but yeah, that's something good for them. Greens, they state they're going to make big corporations and billionaires pay their fair share of tax to clean up the mess they're making, fund the transition to 100% renewable and kick off a full-scale renewable export industry. Support households and businesses to get off gas and move to electric alternatives with grants and kickstart a household battery boom. They also want to work with states and territories to ban gas in new housing developments, create a non-profit publicly owned retailer to push down power prices, a large-scale public investment in renewable energy and storage to replace every coal-fired power plant in the country by 2030 and upgrade the electricity transmission and distribution grid. On to green manufacturing. Liberal. I can't find anything. It could be there. It's just very confusing, their website. Labor. Three billion from Labor's National Reconstruction Fund to invest in green materials, steel, aluminum, and aluminium. Clean energy component manufacturing, hydrogen electrolyzers, and fuel switching agriculture methane reduction and waste reduction. United. No, nothing I can find. Greens, low-cost green energy to rebuild our manufacturing industry. Support new green export industries and bring back jobs that have gone overseas. Establish the Manufacturing Australia Fund to help local manufacturers recover from the pandemic, move off coal and gas and expand into new sectors. Use the government investment to drive new export industries in green hydrogen and mineral processing. Disaster response. Liberal. Flood response has a total support that is expected to exceed $6 billion for farmers, families, small businesses, local governments and communities. Bushfire recovery. The Australian government has allocated $2.8 billion to the recovery, including the $2 billion National Bushfire Recovery Fund. Labor. $200 million a year on investing in disaster prevention projects like flood levees, sea walls, cyclone shelters, evacuation centres, fire breaks and telecommunication improvements. United. No. Greens. Increasing funding for emergency services and better funding to the Bureau of Meteorology and the CSIRO to predict the impacts and help us plan. The last category I'm going to title miscellaneous stuff that I've found while looking for policies because they don't really fit, but they do. Here we go. Liberal. Cleaner and greener communities. $200 million for the Environment Restoration Fund that's protecting, preserving and restoring iconic landscapes. $2.8 billion to enhance Australia's Antarctic operations, science capabilities and including... This is including funding for research operations and a new icebreaker. Labor. I think I've covered everything. United. 
nothing. Greens. They want to make polluters pay for the damage they've caused to people and the environment by implementing a carbon price and a levy on the climate pollution we export. Ban all political donations from the mining and resource sector. Stop ministers and advisors from working for the fossil fuel industry within five years of leaving parliament. Publish a register of meetings between ministers and mining lobbyists and establish an independent national corruption watchdog. On the topic of sustainable farming, they have restoring the carbon farming future grants, create a sustainable agriculture research centre and build a local hemp, cannabis and seaweed farming industry. There's actually a type of seaweed that's grown off the coast of WA, which can actually reduce livestock methane emissions by 80%. The next subcategory is no more animal cruelty. Layout, ban the live export of livestock for slaughter, consumption or profit. End inhumane intensive factory farming. Shut down the gambling fueled industries of horse and greyhound racing. Tackle the global shark fin trade and establish an independent office of animal welfare. Well, well, that was a lot of information. Of course, there's also independence for each electorate, which is way too much for me to mention. There's probably hundreds. I'm sure I've missed some of the stances and policies for some of these parties. <clears throat> United, I hope. Labor's website's a little confusing when it comes to seeking out specific topics. Their environmental policies are under a few different tabs. Liberals is semi-straightforward. There's an environmental tab and, and then an election policies tab, which ta talks about the Great Barrier Reef. The Greens is actually very clear about each policy and where I would find the information on the environment. Again, the links to these will be in the show notes. I highly suggest you go and have a look. Please feel free to email me, bellrosetara at gmail.com if I've made any mistakes or you've got any comments, but I hope this was helpful and unconfused the stance of these four parties for you. Every week I'm going to talk about a way that you can help the environment that week. And this week I'm going to ask you to look at your electorate and who you can vote for. Then I want you to look up their party and see what they're about. Next week's episode we're going to be discussing party action. You've heard their claims, what have they voted for and against when it comes to our planet? See you next time. Goodbye.